0: Hello and welcome to Priority Roll, an Age of Sigmar podcast from sunny England. Join us as we discuss the ever-changing character of wargaming in the mortal realms. Grab your D6 and get ready for the Priority Roll. Hello and welcome to Priority Roll and a very happy new year. And in 2021, we are kicking off with a series of episodes all about tabletop simulator and playing Age of Sigmar. So welcome, Mark Brooks. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, I should say. Yes, yes.
1: It's my, my, second, my second outing with you.
0: <laughs> and what an outing it shall be. So the reason I've got you on today is to talk all about playing Age of Sigma on Tabletop Simulator. Uh, and this is something that I think I have maybe been a bit skeptical of. And we'll explore that in a little bit more detail later. Uh, but now, with the kind of ongoing restrictions that we are all facing, certainly in the UK and and across the world, uh, being able to have your Warhammer fix is getting more and more important. I've gone cold turkey for so long, Mark. You know, there's only so long I can I can do it for. Oh dear, so, uh, I've been I've been. You start coming out in a rash yet? I mean, I, I told you not to tell anyone about that. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so, yeah, I, I kind of reached out to the, the the Twitter AOS community and said, right, TTS, talk to me. What, what do I need to do? And uh, someone shouted out your name as, as the, the TTS guru. Um, okay, I, I accept this role. Thanks, everyone. Um, <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility.
1: Or no responsibility.
0: Uh, <laughs> very true, very true. So, right, what is Tabletop Simulator?
1: So, Tabletop Simulator is uh, a game that... Most people play on Steam. If people know about that, there's probably other stores where you can get it. But essentially, it is what it says on the tin. It simulates a tabletop, and uh, people from around the world. And I think I think the game makers themselves they specifically try to cr- using the tools of the game to sort of craft scenarios where you can play your favorite tabletop games. Like mostly, it's board games. So. Uh, it's another thing I've been doing over this uh, lockdown period is I've been setting up board games with friends. I don't know if you've got your favorite kind of board game. Um, oh, but I'm a I've big been... fan of
0: Wingspan.
1: Wingspan. I have no idea what Wingspan is. I'm not it's gonna It's a bird
0: watching game. I, I play it with my wife. That's why I'm a big fan you... of it. It's
1: a board game to do with bird watching. We're just exactly. gonna clarify that. Are you, yeah. You're happy, are you happy saying that out loud.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's a really good <laughs> Hey mate, we are on a Warhammer podcast. There is no, <laughs> I forget that sometimes. There's no, yeah. There's no throwing shade at nerds <laughs> around
1: here. Accept <laughs> defeat. Yes. Okay. So your favorite board game, uh Wingspan, is probably on there. It is. Uh,
0: I, th- I think there's a an official Wingspan DLC. Yeah,
1: sure. I Yes, I should probably mention that uh, official and unofficial uh, mods are available for pretty much whatever you fancy. Sometimes the game makers come down hard on it, because, uh, but mostly ugh, mostly they're just there. So uh, any board game you can think of is probably going to be on there, including um, Age of Sigmar, Warhammer 40k, all your favorites, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, and it's what's been great since uh, the lockdown and COVID started is the sort of homebrew uh, Age of Sigma tabletop simulator scene has kind of taken a life of its own. I, I started when it first came out trying to create some of the maps myself to sort of um, house the games. But quite frankly, better people came along and just did a much better job. So I was like, yeah, fine. So I think you will linked to my um, now very out of date uh, document on how to start it. I still feel it's uh, it will it's a good starter guide, but some of the maps are included in the installer I made are just out of date. Uh, Dino AOS is a great one. Uh, Tyler Mangles made some good ones, and um, so it was Owen Jackson. Actually, shout out to him.
0: And we'll, we will, of course, be uh, listing all these different resources in the show notes. But what you're talking about there is a Google Drive document uh, that you drew up, which I actually used to uh, get myself started uh, just a couple of days ago. When did I it work? The thing. It did work. <laughs> oh, brilliant. That's always I haven't played any games, but I've, I've certainly uh, been, you know, playing with my armies and or playing around with the armies and kind of building things and getting used to the control. So, I guess what you know, let's go back to that thing about you know, Warhammer. You know, Warhammer is a very tactile and social game. And for me, right, I think I even said on the podcast, you know, about a year ago when this first started kicking off, of like, I don't really have any interest in playing tabletop simulator because. If I want to play computer games, I've got plenty of great computer games to play. Mm-hmm. I just don't need to play Warhammer right now. It's it's fine. I'll, I'll just get my. You know, if, if, right know, know, know. if I need a Warhammer fix, I know, I know, I need Warhammer fix, I'll I'll do some. I'll do some physical hobby, or maybe I'll write a list, or do you know, I'll play Total War or Dawn of War or something like that. Like there's yeah, so much it. out there that can I guess scratch the itch, but none of it is actually playing Warhammer, is it? Well, yeah,
1: I get it. Um, it's especially for people that aren't very tech savvy or people that don't like uh, computer games, I, I can see it being a big hurdle to sort of get over. And to be honest, it takes a little while to get used to, I think, uh, moving all the pieces around and getting kind of uh, savvy with it. So there are lots of like inbuilt tools in there to sort of help, help make it a bit more streamlined. So like picking up lots of models, for instance, or rolling lots of dice. There's lots of things that the community have sort of helped build to bring it all together into like a package, which is quite usable, but it does take a little while to sort of get used to it all. It's like throwing, it's kind of like starting, you know, normal Warhammer. You know, there's a lot of stuff that gets thrown out of you. Oh, you need to take measures you need all these dice, you need to know the rules. Not just those rules, also these rules. By the way, I've got an expansion rules here. So it
0: yeah, is a I'm little I'm
1: using bit... a White Dwarf Battalion. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, so oh, it's, um, but it's, uh, as I said, some of the Ages of Sigma community have come together and sort of packaged this up really well in some of the maps I was talking about. When I say a map, by the way, uh, when you play Tabletop Simulator, what you're doing, there's kind of two main components to it. There's like the map that you load, which is going to be like the tabletop itself. So imagine you're, I, I go to Firestorm Games usually, so I'm from Cardiff. Uh, so I I go to Firestorm Games and there's a table set up for me. It's got all the scenery I need. For the sake of argument, let's say there's dice and rulers and stuff like that included. And the other bit I need is the models. So that's the other half of it. It's finding these models. Which but once you can load the models onto the table, it's kind of just like uh, dragging and dropping with your mouse to move stuff about. That's the basics of it. And you can also uh, use various tools to generate dice rolls and stuff like that. And if you think about it, if you can move do- if you can move models around, and uh, you have access to dice and rulers, it's kind of the building box you need to play games such as Age of Sigma.
0: How do you get started? Where, where where does one find a tabletop simulator? Uh, okay, so let's let's say. Uh, I, I like to think I'm a bit of a computer nerd and quite tech savvy. However, let's say I'm not. Talk to me as if I'm um, Darren Watson. Uh, Darren, turn on computer. <laughs> okay, maybe not Darren. Oh, okay, right, sorry. <laughs> Talk to me like I am I'm, 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 I, I use my computer for, for Word and Facebook and, and things like that. Um, so, I'm not really a computer gamer.
1: So Steam, first of all, I would recommend. Everyone I see I play on seems to use Steam. Uh, so Steam is like a games application uh it's like a games library i guess it's where you, you buy games and download them onto your computer so get steam once you've got steam uh in the store go to tabletop simulator search for that buy it i can't remember how much it is somewhere it's between like
0: 12 quid or
1: something it? yeah it's not much if but, you know if you can't afford 12 quid it's a lot but it's an amount of money uh uh download that and you'll start up tabletop simulator and at that point it may be like what the hell do i do now?" So this is why I was talking about. Um, there's my Google Doc that tries to help you with this. So you need to load up your table, which is like as I put the, the like the table that you would play at I don't know Warhammer World or something. And I'd recommend something like Uh, Dino uh You said we're going to have links to all this. So hopefully, this yeah, won't just all be, be word, in the show notes word salad and,
0: uh, and on the the tweet as well.
1: Uh, and you'll need you'll need to search for models to your army. There are some great ones and there are some horrific ones out there. But you need some sort of models. Once you've got all that together, it's going to be down to learning how to move stuff around, uh, simulate dice rolls. But that's more or less it. Then you just sort of talking to your opponent about rules as if you were face-to-face with them, really. And, like, and
0: with with models, if we rewind yeah. a step. So essentially, yeah. when you want to start uh, – when you actually want to play a game, you – you know, you or your opponent will create a, a create a session and it will have a map in it and mm-hmm. you'll be playing around that table that this virtual table yes so at that point you'll want to import your army and your yes orders. much like when you rock up to firestorm games or you know other gaming stores are available uh, you can you, you take your your army out of its case and it's almost like before you go to the game store, you need to pack your army in its case, right?
1: Yeah, so yeah, It's a good analogy, you, yeah. You
0: separate, you create, you know, you load up Tabletop Simulator, you know, solo on your own, and then you create a session where it's just you and a table full of models. And mm. the way that uh, it appeared to me when I followed your guide, Mark, was that you kind of click new, single-player game, uh, you click on, you know, Age of Sigma Armies, and it gives you a whole list of all these armies that the community has provided various different uh, models for and as you say some are wonderfully created 3d models that look like actual miniatures and some are just almost like paper craft you know it's a, a flat black yeah. base with a with a flat image um that's sort of one pixel thick if you, yeah, you yeah. rotate around that. the side of it um and and obviously if you are super tech savvy and something doesn't exist you could you could create it yourself but you know, the, yeah. there i was sat with every single night haunt model, and all of the night haunt models have a printed out war scroll, which is a different asset, essentially just a, a little text box with the war scroll in it. And there's a, a couple of, of models each. So, for example, the chain raspord has the model with the, the candlestick on it, and it has a model with a sword on it. So it has the models that you need to represent the things, but it doesn't have like seven different variations of the same model. Um, so you. Essentially, you click on a model. You want that model. You want that uh, chain loss board. You click on the command model because you're going to have one of those. You copy that and paste it over there in, in sort of a, a blank space on the board. And then you click on the, the kind of trooper model and you click on him and copy in him and paste him. 20 times. Or you could just do what I did and kind of paste them five times and then select the five and then paste them another five, select the 10, paste the 10, and suddenly, you know, it's, it's really quick to, to uh, create a unit of 40 of them with one command model. And you don't have to paint a thing. And you don't have to paint a thing. Glorious. Um, so you can then, you right click on that unit that you've created and you basically save it. And that then saves it uh, as a as an asset that you can then use. So you could save that as uh, 40 chain rust so every time you want 40 chainrides port, you could just click kind of insert 40 chamber ports. And you can do that for any number of things. So you could save a unit of of 10, and then you could just paste that four times to get your 40, but obviously you'd then have duplicate command models. Um, or you could just paste unit 40 and then delete the, the 20 that you don't need to have unit 20, or whatever, you know, or, or you could go as, as far as creating lots of different variations of various different um, units that you might want to take them in. But essentially you then... You have this board in front of you with a select number of models, and you can then drag the whole thing, including like war scroll cards, battalion rules. Uh, it's even got little rules for the artifacts and the command traits that you might want to assign to your models. You can then, you, you have like a little text box uh, reminder card, or as if you've got like a physical data card or, or war scroll card with you, with those rules on it. You can put them all on the blank space on this this table that's uh, there just for you to, to generate your army. Select the whole thing, right-click, uh, click Save Object, and then you save that as your whole army. So then when you go into this map scenario, which has got your kind of 6 by 4 and maybe your deployment markers on it and the and the objectives and the terrain and everything like that, you can then just click Insert Nighthorn Army A, whatever, and you can call it whatever you want. So I've, I'm creating, I'm testing out a double black coach, big unit of spirit hosts kind of model um, army, and I've called it Nighthorn Army B a so i just insert that to my game and then i can just drag them over to the tabletop as and when because you, you have a, like a little area you know much like you do in the gaming store you have a little area where you put your models before you set them up and you drag them onto the board as if you're deploying them like a like in real life mm-hmm. that's it it is super straightforward
1: once you get used to it i'll say it's super uh, super straightforward it is it's very um if you use if thing is it depends how tech savvy you are if you're used to sort of dragging and dropping stuff around your computer I'd say it was fairly straightforward. I just don't want to, you know, if if you're not tech savvy, maybe it isn't. But I think if you use if you play computer games at all, if you use a computer, you know, for any length of time at all, I think you'll probably get it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and if you don't get it and if you're not too hot on computers, then go for a, a go for your first game with someone who who is like that or Ask someone to run you through it. Run you through the setup. You know, with Discord, you can share your screen. People can watch what you're doing and say, "No, click over here, do that, do this." Yeah. Um, or you could even watch someone do it on their screen first before you then do it on yours. And as you say, that there's a whole host of people out there who'd be more than willing to run everyone through it, uh, as well as uh, Mark. You know, your guide. As you say that uh, you, you think it may need updating, um, having just gone through the process myself, I don't think it does because it's got all okay. you need from there. Right. So here's a question for you. So we've we've installed cts we've set up our army what if something's missing so for example i couldn't find the thorns of the briar queen for nighthorn is I, that a model the thorns of the briar queen are the uh underworld warband oh okay uh
1: well, you've got a, you've got a few options uh you could create it yourself if you're feeling very brave alternatively it's a bit like uh i've got like let's say some skaven i don't have any storm vermin i could just proxy it but uh, with um We have TTS as well. You can sort of change some of the stats and the names. So it's a bit more easy to determine. You can also shade them a different color. So I'd say like proxy them or, and and this is assuming they don't exist. Most of the stuff exists that I found. I haven't, I don't think there's been a situation where I haven't been able to find a model that I've needed.
0: That's exactly what I did in the proxy sense. So um, I created a, I used a Mermorn Banshee because as as the Briar Queen, because I didn't have any of those in my list, and then I just had, I think she comes with six or seven uh, chain rust swords, so I just added, you know, six or seven chain rust swords to it, and just renamed it the uh, Thorns of the Briar Queen.
1: Yeah, it's it's like proxying in real life. Like if someone tells you you're playing a friendly game
0: with someone, and someone tells you, oh, I'm proxying this is this, it's like okay, fine, I can deal with that. And if you know, if you Google something like how to how to create custom content for Tabletop Simulator, and you wanted to, you know, create something, if you were more tech tech savvy then you can can absolutely do that uh, you know if you wanted to use your own models take pictures of your own models and to you know have pictures of wow. them in their own color scheme you could even do that if, if you've if you've converted something like that looks really fancy and you want to have that as your uh your general you could totally do that
1: yeah well, the people stuff people come up with blows my mind people that are far far smarter than i am they've like some a lot of the things i've seen are from uh total war Like you mentioned Total War earlier, like some very smart people are able to 3D print the models that they use in Total War into models into Tabletop Simulator. I've got no idea how they do this, but it looks great. And when you see me just like, I've seen you before. You're not the real model. You're from Total War. (laughs) Don't know how they do it, but yeah. That sounds
0: sounds very uh, impressive.
1: I I myself, I just stick my face on stuff on the sort of paper style ones because that's all I know how to do. I can use Microsoft. And you 10. can
0: do custom dice, can't you? So you could have a six. Yes,
1: you yes, uh, exactly. I think Owens Owens made us some unofficial team Wales ones, which trigger the hell out of everyone. But yeah, you can totally do whatever you like.
0: <laughs> and actually, kind of tangibly playing the game, uh, you spoke about a dice tool. Now, this is something that I am amazed with, and I kind of wish this existed in real life.
1: Yeah, me too. I, I, like, uh, like
0: I uh, this year, uh, this year twenty twenty, I think I played about two
1: or three games of Sigma. Like. Um, since like since the lockdown started in uh, like firestorm was open for like a few months in between the lockdown periods and i played a couple of games and it was weird going back to normal like with the amount of dice you have to roll like it's so easy uh, virtually, to like run horde armies with big, big lots of dice to roll compared to real life, so easy. Uh, I'm sure you found the same the little dice boards that they do on the, the maps.
0: Yeah, amazing. You just select, you yeah. just drag, drag how many d6 you want, and then you just you sort of drag them into a little box, and it automatically rolls them for you. And then it lists them out like, this is how many ones you get, this is how many twos you get, etc. etc. Et Very impressive. Good, um, so and then you, you've got a tape measure, you just hold, I think, is it tab.
1: If yeah tab if, if you're on a uh, mac I, I can't help you but yeah it's tab, tab <laughs> for the normal people
0: and there are so many different uses for TTS as well. You could, I mean, you could just play against yourself if you wanted to test. You could sort of test the deployment. You know, if you've got an army in mind and you wanted to see what it might look like physically, <laughs> uh, you could kind of.
1: I've been test, down that rabbit hole.
0: <laughs> test the test, test deployment. Like, how's how's your screen going to look, and what's yeah. that going to be? That's that's totally something you can do. You could use it for casual games amongst your gaming group, but you can also run. People run tournaments, don't they?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Owen Jackson and Adam Mumford have been the the two guys that I've I've noticed. Uh, with the most uh, tournaments going on and I've attended a bunch of them and they've, they've all been great fun. Uh, it's, it, there's something about going away for a weekend with all your mates, which you can't quite replicate in these tournaments because you're at home, but it's still, I, th- I think the thing I like most about them is the fact that I get to um, like talk to strangers on the internet for a bit. Um, it makes you feel slightly less isolated and yeah, um, I think I, I wouldn't get, yeah, maybe I do. and I enjoy that almost as much as the games, actually. So just talking to people from, uh, also, where have I talked to people from? America, Canada, Australia, Finland, all over Europe. And it's, uh, you know, if you've got something in common, just ask them how COVID is.
0: Yeah, that's something that I really enjoy about Priority Role is being able to talk to people, like from all over the world. Yeah. About something that you're both passionate about that you both enjoy. We you know yeah. Warhammer at the end of the day. You know, it doesn't matter whether, you know, English is your first or second or third language or whatever. You know, I've had I've had guests on Priority Role whose English hasn't been particularly strong. Um hmm. and we've we've still had a, an absolute blast chatting about Warhammer. Yeah. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> and I've even seen so I'm a part of the AOS coach so shout out to an- Anthony Magro the AOS coach. I'm on his Discord and uh, they regularly have uh, TTS games going where you've got the players the two players in there, but you've also got spectators in there watching and kind of yeah, yeah, you know, that happens a lot. They're on mute and they're just kind of watching how the game goes. and I think it's a great way to enjoy the hobby. If I mean, you know, even spectating, you could have some hobby in front of you, much like how you might watch the kind of uh Warhammer TV during a, a games workshop tournament or something like that. You yeah, it's exactly like that, isn't it? And, and yeah,
1: whilst watching a game, and it's, it's if you make serene you just sort of drop in and say hello, you know, as they're playing a game, it's like you were there in a weird way. <laughs>
0: In a slightly creepy way. Um, creepy way. So yeah, and you can use it for list testing as well. So oh, yes. one, of the, one of the advantages of whether whether that's casual or a tournament is that you can you don't have to build and we you don't have to build paint, but most importantly you don't have to buy models. Yeah. So one of the things, and this is one of the things that maybe slightly put me off TTS uh, at first. It was because the release of Seraphon and the start of all our restrictions and the <laughs> up, I mean, <laughs> you know. Is that a coincidence, Seraphon? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I was about to say the same thing. It happened at the same time, didn't it? So long yeah, ago. Perhaps, perhaps I'm it's all I'm just like... asking
1: questions, you know. Mm. <laughs>
0: yeah, all I'm doing is asking questions, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so perhaps uh, it's the other way around, though. Perhaps Clan Pestilence were up to no good and the Seraphon have arrived in order to save us. Perhaps there are, you know. Well, Azad I would right consider
1: saves. that Seraphon propaganda as a Skaven, you know, purebred. As a Skaven fan. All I'm going to say is all all this nastiness happened as the Seraphon book was released.
0: Well, there we go. You heard it here first. This world does not need more conspiracy theories, Mark. Just one more. Just one more. Um, more. And definitely up to a Skaven player to make one out. That makes sense. Um, But yeah, going back to the point, is that uh, Seraphon, TTS, you had lists like three times nine salamanders out there. And I think seeing crazy list like that i just kind of thought I, I, I kind of want to play semi-realistic warhammer yeah not kind of like turned up to 11
1: uh sometimes it was turned up to 11 i think i might have even played that at list Ashley or the or the salamanders honestly like um the i i find ridiculous lists at tournaments as well um i remember at peak cunning rock um i i never thought we'd see that many bloody arrow boys on the table but there we were um I think it just gets there quicker.
0: If you're if you're say like, you know, me back in back in March last year, if you're sat there thinking, "Oh, I don't want to don't want to play in a in a meta where everyone's taking loads of salamanders and stuff like that," you know, what would you say to people like that?
1: What do you think would have happened if tournaments were on?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> valid point. I think that's a really valid point, Mark, you know. Yeah. These these lists exist at physical events you know these yeah the, the players that want a game like that will el- exist in in every event and i think you'll find your you'll find your balance if you know if you don't want to play in and uh, i think that so owen's running a couple of events uh next week i think um and uh or sorry uh, not next week next month rather so uh on the 6th and 7th of february i want to say sounds we'll do, about right do, he, he, he's been an absolute
1: hero during this but he, he runs so many tournaments so i find it hard to keep up Oh, well, um, that
0: is one of the advantages as a TO for TCS is that yes, you, you can get away with with doing this. You don't need to worry about a venue space.
1: Yes, they've all been absolutely free. Like all he's really had to do is set up a Discord uh, channel, which I've never done, but looked kind of easy. We got yep. one. I'm Super. I'm 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 in a virtual Discord room at the moment.
0: Super straightforward. So yeah, um, I'm definitely jumping in with both feet. I, I've um I've yeah. entered into Owen's Hammer Time uh, tournament for the sixth of uh, February. And I'm looking forward to deciding what list I take, you know. And and it probably will be something a bit silly. It probably will be something that I don't own, just because it's fun. <laughs> that's, that's like that's what I fancy. That's what I fancy doing. I yeah, fancy playing something that I don't have just just for the lols. Yeah, just just
1: have fun. Like um, I've I've gone down a bit of a rabbit hole with wacky lists, just because I don't have to buy them. I can just sort of try before I buy a little bit. Like I went down a real Clan Moulder um hole. Uh, sort of in the middle of last year, people wondered if it was ever going to come out of it. Didn't do particularly well with it, I'd like to add, but it was great. Um, like using all these rules, which no one ever really sees, and just finding cool little tricks. Yeah, there's a reason I, no one plays them. But... There's a
0: reason no one plays them. fair one. I think there's a that's something that you can really enjoy the kind of the niches of Age of Sigma. Yeah, so if you that's want it. to just play a silly, quirky clan molder list for yeah. an event you can with zero kind of investment financially
1: exactly there's zero consequences all you get or going to happen is you're going to have um you know a good time you're
0: going to have a good time and, and do you know what it could be it could be really good and it could lead you to then buying the army so that's, so that's what loads, i'm doing my night
1: yeah i've bought loads off the back of uh tts um obviously i haven't bought any clan molders, hardly but uh, a load of the Slaves to Darkness stuff I've been doing. I thought I've actually thought well, actually this is there's something here. Though so I've I've bought some Varenguard now. Um, I bought some Legions of Chaos Ascendant as well. At the start of last year because I was doing well with those. So it's uh, it's I'm still painting despite not really playing with them, and that's off the back of this, I think. Well, I know.
0: And I think that's a great way to uh, you know approach using the time that we've got. Essentially, it yeah you know what are we going to do without physically being able to play warhammer because we are still you know under restrictions and you know everyone's itching to get back to events and everyone's itching to play warhammer and yes. for me i think this is it's reached a point certainly for me where i've kind of i've had my fill of you know, computer games uh, that aren't you know things like total war you know outside of that and i think do you know what i'm now like do you know what? i do really just want to hang out and throw some dice even if it's virtually mm.
1: no it's um a different experience, but a great one, and it's something you could uh, you could go away from. I, many times, I've gone away from it thinking, "Oh, there was something to that. I'll I'll try something again." And um, next tournament, I'll have another crazy idea. And I one of the things the as well
0: thing. is that you can you can play with your friends and just kind of play turn turn one and two over and over and again. Yeah. And if you want to kind of get the reps in, as they say, if you want to <laughs> kind of like work out how the army plays and kind of positioning, because sometimes you, you'll play a game and you'll be like, oh, oh I've completely messed up the, the deployment on that. Yeah, that's, that's really put me on the back foot. So, you know, uh, uh, this is going to be an uphill struggle. And and to be fair, actually, you know, if, if it's an uphill struggle, but one you can still win, it's worth playing. But if you've just like made a catastrophic error and you've let something get Alfred, then, yeah. then why not reset? Yeah. or reset and be like what would this look like in you know if, if i did do it well and it's far
1: less hassle than in real life doing that as well far less hassle you also don't have to clean up i can't emphasize how nice that is
0: there's no packing away, oh, no there packing is, away there or there is driving a home. really fun button there is a very fun button on Tabletop simulator which i think we'll, we'll no, there <laughs> 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 just with. it's the flip table button yep uh you can, I have... you can flip the table which is you amazing. can
1: you can flip the table, which uh, is much more fun than doing it in real life.
0: Yeah, I bet much less expensive and oh yeah, I, I did enjoy flipping. When I when I got my Nighthorn army oh, all set up, I did enjoy flipping the table just just for just for the lols. <laughs> it, it'd been a long day. I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: it was either, It was either that or have a cry, so I just <laughs> flip the table instead.
0: And before we disappear, uh Mark, we have had a couple of questions on Twitter. So Billiam has asked, what's the best way to incorporate Battlescribe to preload in an army?
1: Um, well, there's no like official integration there, but make your make your bat, uh, make your army on Battle uh Battlescribe and then literally kind of go shopping on the um uh, through the assets. So there typically seems to be like one asset table, I guess would be the best way to describe it, per army. So I, I like Skaven. There's uh, someone's created like a tabletop full of Skaven models. So I create some zany list and then go through all the models and just go, yeah, I've got 20 of you. I've got 20 of you. Help it, obviously. Uh, and, you know, Screech Vermin Lord over there, I'll take him as well. And do as you did earlier. So you right click on them and save them. Uh, into your like personal assets. So when you're in the the main gaming table, you can load them. So um, there's no official integration. There's,
0: there's no way to kind of in, magically import an army. Perhaps someone super clever will be able to to do that. But um, uh, there isn't someone you could, far wiser. You than you me. Use Battle Scribe or you know War Scroll Builder. Use your army builder of choice. You know you can have that up on your phone or on a different screen whilst you uh, whilst you're kind of using all these assets on this kind of um, the army builder screen but there isn't yeah as as, uh, mark says there isn't a a formal way to do that also favorite maps to use like the ones at the tournament that had deployment zones and objectives marked out on them
1: uh is the one i'd recommend um that's like the best sort of um as i keep using the referral other gaming centers are available the firestorm table thing i was talking about it's got all the tools you need it's got all the and the spells you need all the scenarios are there, so uh, I'd I'd recommend that as a starter one, although it can be a little bit overwhelming with all the stuff that's there. Um, yeah, I'd recommend that one.
0: And one last question from Billiam. Uh, are there any tips and tricks for controls that you found useful? Uh,
1: there's a couple of uh, tri- tips I've picked up. So say you've got uh, 20 clan rats and you want, want them all in a row, one line row, as you might want to make a screen. You select them all, you start dragging them and you press one and it will make them into one line. You want them in a big sort of square block, press four and it will go into four rows. So that's quite useful. A part of the problem with it being um, on the computer is you get stuff like clipping, which is like, let's say you've got like a piece of uh, scenery, like a a woods or something. Like there there might be a difference between how the tree looks and how the computer like actually visibly renders it. So you put your little clan rat next to a tree and it won't be able to get quite there. It will just sort of fall off it. So you can use the nudge button to sort of push stuff around, which is when you're good for when you're having difficulties with placing stuff. So hold down N and then sort of just use the mouse to literally nudge stuff around, which can be useful when it's being awkward. And locking stuff as well is quite good. Um, like if you want to put scenery in place and then right-click... Uh, I think it's on state and then lock. It will just keep stuff in place. You can't move it about or nudge it accidentally.
0: Yeah, that's that's a useful thing to do with scenery, isn't it? Because essentially everything is a, is a physical object on the board. So, That's you right. could, when you pick up, especially when you pick up like a larger model, I guess it's much like when you've got an awkward bit of terrain or a hill and you're trying to put your. It model actually is exactly like is isn't and it? You're it's right. Sliding down the hill. Like those yeah. realm, realm of battle boards at GW. And you've oh, got God. like yeah. something yeah. in a movement tray and you put it at the top of the hill and it just slides down on the movement oh, tray.
1: Oh my God, we'll have a world. Yeah, you're right. It's exactly <laughs> like that, isn't it? Yeah. The amount so, of yeah. time has so, happened to me. Ugh.
0: That can totally happen. So, if you want to re- replicate the frustration of playing on the <laughs> battle board, you could also have All well. <laughs> uh, right. And then Francesco Zella says, uh, What are the most important add ons one should download to play in Match Play AOS? I think we've kind of covered that in our kind of oval run through.
1: Okay, yeah, I don't know, I don't know if they're add-ons, but they're
0: sort of maps and stuff. We've already been through mm-hmm. that. Um, I think I think th- this will all be all be in the in the tweet. So if you head to at priority role, uh, look for this episode. Uh, it will all be uh, tweeted. Uh, even on on Mark at Mirmouse Mark Mark with a C, it's in, it's in your pinned tweet. But it'll all be on the on the tweet, and there'll be various different resources for you know the the, the Google Drive uh, document that's got all the kind of guide on it, as well as all these different things like uh, is it DNOC AOS for the uh, maps and things like that. Yeah fantastic well mark thank you very much for joining us uh to chat all about tabletop simulator have you oh, got any shout you. outs
1: uh pff, hi guys hi internet how you doing you know
0: if they no. want to find you <laughs> on uh on the old twitter and ask you questions about tts would you be happy for them to do that
1: oh of course yeah
0: and where can they find you uh at me mouse mark and mark with a c great and uh, of course Mark will be tagged in the Twitter post for this uh, episode we are at Priority Roll as ever Um, but also a shout out to uh, Owen we've mentioned Owen's uh, tournaments a few times so Owen is uh, I want to say OJ180 so O-J-A-Y 180 and Owen is running a tournament at the beginning of February next uh, February next month so 6th and 7th of February he's running two events a one day three game uh, kind of match play 2000 points uh, event and he's also running another one the next day which is I think is is a slightly different styled event
1: yeah do what well, um, Dan's doing guys just jump in it's uh, the community's really really friendly
0: hopefully we'll get a we'll get a game in on TTS soon imagine that imagine that thanks for listening to Priority Roll if you want to get in touch with us we're at Priority Roll on both Twitter and Instagram you can send us an email Priority Roll Podcast at gmail.com or you can go to anchor.fm forward slash Priority Roll and leave us a voice message If you want to leave us some feedback, we're always looking to improve. Or if you just want to suggest a topic to talk about on one of our upcoming shows, then feel free to get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, thanks for listening to Priority World.